Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 107, and it's titled How to Increase Your Sexual Confidence. So, you know, this is an interesting topic, and this actually comes to us um, from clients. And it's something that not only do we see on a somewhat regular basis, but it's something somebody just asked us about very recently. And really, I don't think a lot of people realize just how many people are lacking confidence when it comes to sex, love, relationship, any of that stuff, but specifically sex. A lot of people, they may project that they are confident, they may act like they're confident, but actually inside, they are scared shitless about what's going to happen by the time they get in the bedroom with this person. And so I think it's it's really great to go over this stuff. We have a ton of things. We're going to talk about some general stuff. Then we're going to talk about some things specific to women and some things specific to men. And hopefully, by the end of this show, you will be so confident that you can have sex with anybody. <laughs> well, that sounds like a really juicy episode, and I can't wait to dive into it. But before we do that, let's give a big shout out to our sponsor, Power and Mastery. So if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed and also confident, then check out Power and Mastery. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men, whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills and confidence. So you can find more about Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. There was that word again, confidence. Yes. I I threw it in there a couple of times because I thought it was going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, Celine, maybe you could tell our listeners, what do we mean when we're talking about sexual confidence? What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny because we were putting some notes down and then I looked at you and I was like, so what is sexual confidence anyway, you know? And you look back and you're like, that's a good question. I was like, okay, let's just like do a whole improv on this, like on the fly. Like what do we both think about sexual confidence? One of the first things that I want to talk about when it comes to lacking sexual confidence is that for most people, the reason they like sexual confidence is because they measure themselves to standards, to things that just don't fit them. So they're thinking that they're not... um, appropriate or they don't fit the bill, really. So when I was thinking about sexual confidence, to me, what it means is being comfortable in your body. And it's also about being comfortable with pleasure, asking for what you want, going after what you want, and making a life that has sensuality and sexuality that is being celebrated. That would be my non-dictionary definition of what sexual confidence would be for me. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, that's good. I like it. So what about you, Kevin? What is sexual confidence for you? Yeah, so I was thinking about this. And, you know, from a male perspective, for me, what I think really, what I would think of when I think of sexual confidence is this. I know that a lot of men, and I know that even when I was younger, that there would be there would be this like nervousness or this like 
oh, I hope this goes well, or I hope I'm able to last long enough, or I hope, you know, she'll think it's good, or mm. a lot of that sort of insecurity around sexual performance and, you know, being with different women, like, you know, you would get used to, like, your girlfriend after a while, but then, okay, so maybe you're not in that relationship, there's a new one, and it starts all over again, right? So what I think of when I think of sexual confidence is, being able to get rid of all of that and walk into any new encounter or relationship knowing that you've got this. Like, I know that I'm confident in my body's ability to last long enough, to take her on the journey that she wants to go on and needs to go on, that I have enough skill that even if for some reason, she doesn't think that it's spectacular, that it's not necessarily my fault or something I did wrong, right? So all of those things together. So whether it's, you know, somebody you've been with for a long time or whether it's somebody that you're going to have sex with for the first time, being able to enter into that encounter knowing that you can do it, that it's most likely going to be great, although, you know, it takes two to tango, as they say, but you know that you can hold up your end, that you've got this, that you can do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good definition. So our invitation to you, our dear listener, is to take a minute to ponder what does sexual confidence means for you? And there's no right or wrong when it comes to your definition. And if you make the definition about you and fit for you, then it's going to become much easier to embody that rather than trying to take on uh, our definition and then feeling like you're falling short of it, okay? Yeah, and your definition might change over time, right? Mm -hmm. So for some people, their idea right now of, boy, I wish I could just have the confidence to be seen naked. Absolutely. Right? With the lights on, not mm-hmm. under the covers. Yes. I mean, if I go back like 20 years, I mean, I just wanted to feel confident enough to know how to handle a penis, like how oh, how to give a blowjob. Oh my gosh, did I fear those? Like, I had no idea what I was doing. And so like building that confidence, that skill, that whatever skills I was getting and having were going to be good enough. Um, and so things have changed. It's really good that you're bringing this up. And then I think my next sexual confidence is definitely around anal. Well, you know, if you tackle that uh, as well as you tackle the (laughs) blowjob, then you'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, so that would be my new stretch. It's fantastic that we're bringing this up. So my new area where I want to step into my sexual confidence is to feel really confident asking for anal whenever I feel like it and also receiving it. So I'm pretty good at asking for it, but I'm not always good at allowing myself to go for it. (laughs) And so that would be my next step. How about you, Kevin? Do you have a new sexual confidence frontier that you want to declare out loud in the air and be held accountable for? <laughs> Ooh, good question. Uh, something new. Uh, you know, honestly, not that I can think of right now. I, I will say this, that, you know, uh, back when we were doing more of the, like, sort of sex party type stuff, mm-hmm. um, I felt really confident in being able to perform in those environments, mm-hmm. you know, because it was pretty normal. But since it's been quite some time since we've done that, like, 
oh, the confidence is like when there's 20 people around me and there's all this activity going on and people watching and all that, like, I guess maybe just since I haven't been doing it, that I maybe don't feel as confident in that area as I used to. All right. Well, there you have it, our dear listener. Check in with us and ask us how it's going a few months down the road. But, but you know, saying that actually is a, it's really good to bring that up because, you know, in the past, you know, like we were pretty much the center of attention. Everybody like cheering us on and mm-hmm. like <laughs> bringing us water because it's been going so long and all mm-hmm. of that. And that wasn't an issue. But it's, I, I say that because things will change, mm-hmm. right? Things will change as you go through different um, periods of your life and, and you know, you're in different situations, then things will change. So keep that in mind that nobody is ever 100% rock solid all the time. <laughs> Wow. Absolutely. Well, and it, I mean, it's always what I'd say is that you're never going to reach somewhere and you're like, this is enlightenment and that's it. I'm done doing the work. You know, there's always going to be fine tuning and your body is an instrument. And sometimes you need to do a little bit more tuning or change the chords, the strings or like, you know, do something to the instrument to make it sound better. Um, so remember that. So I want to talk a little bit about some basic principles when it comes to sexual confidence that could apply to both uh, men and women um, before we dive into them separately. So the number one thing that I think we need to mention is that sexual confidence comes from within. It is not something that you get from the outside. Kevin was talking about earlier that um, some people will fake it, you know, and it's it's always a start to fake it until you make it, but ultimately you haven't reached it or you haven't felt real sexual confidence until you really feel it and it comes from within, okay? Uh, but that could be one step to try to fake it. At least I did at the beginning because I had no idea what I was doing, but I pretended I did and then I became better at it. Yeah, and I would say that, Okay, so fake it till you make it is the thing. You've all heard it a million times, right? Uh-huh. And the key to faking it until you make it is to truly believe it while you're faking it, <laughs> right? Because if you're literally just faking it and you're putting on a show and you know it's all just a show, it's not really going to work, right? Mm-hmm. The idea is to really believe it, to really put yourself in the feeling of what it's like to be that person that you want to be. So that kind of brings us to our first tip here, which is about changing your inner dialogue. Um, a lot of people will go on and talk about themselves as like, I'm not good in bed, or I'm very insecure, or I can't satisfy a woman, or I don't know if I'm even a good lover. And they constantly play this tape in their head about how they're just not good enough, right? And so if you start to change your inner dialogue, and it's not about lying, it's about looking at... The, things that you can confidently say that you are good at and maybe it's just you're really good at creating a beautiful bedroom and making the bed I mean it doesn't have to be like sexual per se but it could be related to sexuality maybe you're very good at uh, dressing sexy you know or maybe you're very good at holding space like whatever those things are and find those things and start changing your inner dialogue if you are not finding something then make it where you start saying things like every day i become more and more confident every day i speak up more and more for what i truly want in the bedroom every day i go for what i want i ask for what i need you know most people have something in their lives that they feel confident about, right? Yes. So maybe it's their job, 
right? They're like, well, maybe I don't feel that confident in the bedroom, but like in the office, like I'm the shit. Like I got this. I'm the one that gets it done. Or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's a hobby they do. Or you know, maybe it's because they're I don't know. They play music or they do some sort of sport or they have some sort of hobby. Maybe maybe they're great bakers. Maybe they're great bakers or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, most people find can find something that they're good at and that they feel confident in. So the idea is think about that thing mm-hmm. and think about how you feel when you get in that mode. Like. Oh, when I step into the kitchen, like, it's my show. Uh-huh. Take that feeling and then try to recreate it in the bedroom. So that's leading again to the next step, which is about boosting your self-esteem. So as Kevin said, remember the things that you're good at. Like, what are you proud about yourself? What are you, like, what makes you feel good about yourself? And focus on these things. Do the things that boost your self-esteem. And it doesn't have to be like this mind-blowing thing. If you're just really good at doing one simple thing, do it and do it often. And congratulate yourself for doing it so well so often. Yeah, and and remember too that you know everything is a learned skill, <laughs> right? You know, people watch they watch way too many movies, way too much TV, read too many like silly novel type books and stuff, where they're constantly perpetuating this idea that there are all these people in the world that were just born super talented. Mm-hmm. They were just born and they were amazing at whatever it is that they do. <laughs> And honestly, like, yeah, that happens occasionally. It is extremely rare. Everything else is learned behavior. How much time and energy did you spend focusing on being good in bed? Myself, I was trying to figure out how to be good in bed before I ever even had sex. (laughs) I was like, I just, I knew I wanted sex and I knew I wanted to be good at it. And every girlfriend I ever had, I would... I would try to be as good as I could. And then afterwards I go, okay, well, you know, maybe that worked out well. Maybe it didn't work out well. What can I do differently? Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. And so focusing on also practicing because you can't expect to become good without ever doing it. Right. So you can't just think I'm going to save myself for marriage and I'll be the stud if you've <laughs> never done it. Sorry. We might do a whole episode on that at some point. Bursting your bubble here. It's not really part of the show. Right. Uh, but if you don't practice, you can't get good at it. Yeah. You know, hey, there's nothing wrong if you want to save yourself for marriage, but just please don't have the expectation that it's going to be spectacular from the start. It's not. Mm-hmm. Most people don't start really having truly good sex until they've been doing it for about a decade. Absolutely. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. I was like, yeah, about 10 years. <laughs> All right. So let's move to our tip number three here, which is about um, creating a positive self-image. And it kind of is all tying it into what we've been talking about, but really making an effort and whatever can help you, you know, whether it's a, it's an outside appearance, whether it's an inner confidence, uh, inner skill trait, whatever that is, just focusing on that positive and creating that positive image in your head. Now we're going to move to number four here, which is about learning about your body's sexual needs. Ooh, yes, that's really (laughs) important. So, and let's move to number five, which is explore a.k.a. masturbation. Yeah, and the reason why we go so quickly from four to five is because five is a way to learn about four. (laughs) Exactly. And the idea here is that if you know 
what you need or what you want or what works best for you, mm-hmm. then it's going to be so much easier for you to go into an encounter with somebody and say, all right, here's what I want. Yes. Here's what's going to work for me. And then you'll have more positive results, which will then reinforce the fact that, oh, this is good. This is working. Oh, I, I'm good at this. And remember what we started with, how confidence comes from within. Nobody can give those things to you. This is why this self-exploration is so essential to know how you like to be touched, to know uh, which body parts are most erogenous, maybe to even dedicate a whole afternoon with your lover to just discovering your, your body and be like, help me, because there are places you can't touch by yourself, you know, unless you're a contortionist. Uh, but you can do these things with just like putting on your explore or a hat and, and really like getting to know your body, your hotspot, what you like, what you don't like. And that's really important because once you're in touch with uh, the things you like and don't like, then you can go for the things that you like and ask for them. Without that in place, you'll never be able to ask for what you want and show up with confidence. For sure. And then, you know, masturbation can also be used as a practice to train your body to be better. So mm-hmm. part of it is exploring and learning what you like, what you don't like, what you want, what you don't want. And the other part is literally physically training your body to perform well. Mm-hmm. And our last tip here is, I think, an essential one. It's about being yourself. And most people try to put on the show or act differently, or again, it's about measuring to impossible standards. But if you just drop these and be yourself and know that you are just amazing the way you are and that sure, you're not going to be everyone's flavors, but trust me, there are plenty of people who will like who you are and what you have to offer. So don't compromise. Yeah, absolutely. You know, too many people hold back because they're like, oh, that's weird or people won't like that or whatever. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. Just find somebody who likes what you like, you know. And if somebody, the person you're with doesn't, doesn't mean you're weird or something's wrong with you. You're just not with the right person. Well, that's the thing, too, is so many people think that whatever weird thing they got, they're like the only one who's got that. Mm -hmm. That is nonsense. We're like over seven and a half billion people on this planet by now. And there is always somebody out there who likes that same weird kinky shit that you like. Yes. Always. Yes. So let's talk women because, you know, she has to come first, right? Yes. Let's talk women. (laughs) She should come first. (laughs) So, um... One thing that I like to say is that the sexiest thing that a woman can wear is her confidence. And it has nothing to do with your hair, your makeup, your clothes, or anything on the outside. It's really about how you feel inside. So once you know that, I think it's worth spending more time dedicating um finding that place within yourself of confidence rather than something from the outside to get you there. Oh, yeah. I love a confident woman. I find it super sexy. Some men maybe can find it intimidating, but that's just because they need to do their own internal work, which we'll talk about when we get to the men's section. But Mm. a confident woman, very sexy. See, so it's man approved. So go for it. Um, And, you know, you got to own that you're sexual. There's this misconception that uh, men are the sexual one and women don't want sex as much as men. This is all (laughs) bullshit, you know, like bullshit. Yes, Bullshit. absolutely. It's like, this is such old paradigm. Like, throw it out of the window. Don't ever revisit this concept. It's old stuff. We don't need it. Own the fact that you're sexy, sexual, powerful woman. Like, just own it and, and, and rejoice in it because it's wonderful. You know, being sexual and being in your pleasure is, is all about what it is like the experience of being alive on earth in a body and if you're not really doing that you are really missing out on life 
Mm-hmm. So also, now let's talk a little bit more about confidence when it comes to women and sexual confidence and being confident versus being pushy. Ooh. And um, this is a really difficult concept for a lot of women because we are so good at stepping in when need be and being in charge, especially if we are in a relationship with a man who's not stepping it up. So we just do it all. And, you know, we have careers, jobs, we, we get things done, we do things. And it's like we used to, to going through life with like this get things done mode, right? And sometimes we approach sexuality with that same energy. Get her done. <laughs> and it's not serving us, you know. So there is a, a big difference being pushy, which is much more masculine per se, versus being confident. So what does it mean to be connected sexually to your feminine? So first, let, let's explore the masculine approach because I think it's going to be easier. So masculine approach is you're going after the guy you want, you decide for the restaurant, you're taking home, you rip his clothes off, and you just do Throw him, him on the bed. Yes. Jump on top of him. Yes, ride him till the morning. And while that's amazing and you just stepped into your power and that was awesome... It may not be serving you for the polarity of your relationship in the long run. So if you're not familiar with polarity, please go spend the time to listen to our episode 100. We really detailed uh, polarity and, and how it works and yeah, the inner works of it. Now, let's look at confidence from the feminine approach. So... There's a misconception that, oh, well, you're feminine, then, then you have to let the guy do everything. I don't want to be that. Of course, this is not what we're telling you. Feminine approach, she's just not sitting there and waiting for things to come to her. But she's not dominating everything and taking charge for everything, making everything happen. And it's, it's that fine line between you can say what you want. I'm going to have sushi tonight or I want you to eat my pussy. And then that opens the door for the man and let him walk in and do this for you and deliver it. That's what being confident is. Being pushy is grab his head and put it between your legs and having it eat you out, which could be hard. Sometimes. Sometimes. There's a place and time for it, yeah. right? I, you know, I love to make martial arts analogies because I love martial arts. <laughs> And I would describe that difference between like Muay Thai, which is something I've done for many years, is very masculine. It's in your face. It's just force. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, like, it's going to overwhelm you with force. It's going to just go right down the center and punch you in the face, right? Whereas maybe something like Aikido mm-hmm. is more of redirecting the energy. It's more flowy. It's like, I'm not going to try to simply overpower you. I'm simply going to redirect your energy and force where I want it to go. I want it to go over here. I want it to go over here. Mm. And I think it's such a great analogy because the masculine way is just a straight overpower. Mm-hmm. But the feminine way is to use her feminine powers to redirect things where she wants them to go. So she doesn't have to be overly powerful in a strength kind of way and yet she's incredibly powerful in the way that she's able to guide things and direct them and make them happen the way she wants Mm -hmm. i love this and remember a confident woman is not afraid of the cock she's not afraid to go for it to ask for it to worship it and to love it okay and that's essential 
absolutely essential because it doesn't mean that you know every tricks and moves in the book, but if you're not afraid of it, then you will explore. And trust me, if you're just being playful in the moment with a cock, you will find ways to stimulate it that will be new, different, and exciting. It's pretty hard to go wrong there unless you cause pain, unintended pain. Yes, Otherwise, yeah, have fun with it. So how do you become a confident woman? So number one, you ask for what you want and then you let him do it. Okay, so give him space, ask for what you want and let him do this. And then it's about being bold, being confident, asking for what you want without being pushy. All right. And look into a man's eyes when you ask. And even if you are blushing, you know, hold that gaze. And it's totally okay to show vulnerability. It's actually very attractive. So it doesn't mean that you can't have... um, like blushing or like those little moments of like, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed or this is going out of my comfort zone. But doing it despite the fact that you're pushing yourself is what is sexy and confident. Oh, yeah. Mm. (laughs) All right. So we are going to dive into our man part. But before that, we're going to give you a word for our sponsors, us. (laughs) Because, you know, if we're not telling you how you can work with us, how are you going to know? So this is for all of you out there, couples that are stuck in a rut and just going through the daily motions instead of connecting the way you used to. If you are tired of stale mechanical sex that lacks spontaneity and fun and you don't want to live a life of average then we would like to invite you into our highly sex power couple platinum program. So if you give us 90 days, we will help you bring the passion back between the sheets and be synced up sexually so that you can thrive with more purpose and passion and confidence in life. Um, You can find more about our program at selenremy.com forward slash passion. So Kevin, tell us about confidence for the men. Ooh, confidence for the men. All right, number one on our list is Act confident and take charge, with little parentheses, while also paying attention to her needs and desires. So what do we mean by that? So, and you can jump in and say whether or not you agree with this, but I personally think that most women like a man who's confident. Yes. A man who, head. Who, sh- who shows up and says, okay, I have an idea. How about we go here? I'm going to take you to dinner, or we're going to do this thing, we're going to do that, and then we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, and we've talked about this many times, especially with polarity. The difference is, and here's where the little parentheses come in. If she goes, ah, you know, I wasn't really thinking that. You don't go, well, tough. I've already made my decision and that's the way it is. So we're going, right? (laughs) No, that's not how you do it. You go, okay, well, what would you like? Mm -hmm. And give her an opportunity to say, oh, well, I would like this. And you go, okay, I will make that happen. Mm. Oh, I love the sound of that. Mm. (laughs) It's working already. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, everybody, that's all the time we have. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So acting confident while paying attention to her needs. Again, just like we talked about before, if you don't really have the confidence, do your best to create that confidence, to fake it as best you can. Number two, take the time to learn what you don't know. And we kind of talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the show, but this is being great in bed, whether you're a man or a woman, it is a learned skill and it takes time and it takes practice. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. 
you know, guys have this really bad reputation of like they're lost. They've been lost for an hour and they won't stop and ask for directions, right? Because like, no, I got this, you know, or or like you, know, you get that new piece of furniture from Ikea that has like 40,000 pieces. It's like, I don't need the directions. I'll figure it out. You know, <laughs> we have that reputation. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's not true, like all stereotypes. But the idea is don't think that you know it all when it comes to being a good lover. Mm. And don't be afraid to go out and find resources to help you learn the things that you don't know. And in some cases, you don't even know what you don't know. You might think you got it all. You're like, I've, I've seen it all. I've done it all. And then you pick up a new book and you go, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never heard of that before. And little plug, we can help you. So reach out to us. We're happy to work with you and get you to your sexual confidence. Absolutely. All right. Next on the list is to stop focusing on the end goal. And to do that, you have to learn how to separate your orgasm from your ejaculation. We talk about this so, so, so many times. But look, here's, here's where the rubber hits the road, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the rubber hits something. <laughs> but the point is, is like, if you're constantly worried about, can you last long enough? Can you last long enough for her to have an orgasm? Maybe for her to have multiple orgasms? Maybe even just uh, for her to go, you know, that was at least worth it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like even if she doesn't have an orgasm, some women do, some women don't, some women have struggle with that, but they can still think that sex is great if they had pleasurable experience. If the whole time you're worried about can you even make it to that level? That's not confidence. Mm-hmm. It's not confidence. And the more you think about it, the less confidence you're going you're gonna to have. So the idea is to uh, learn how to do that. Drop the agenda. You don't have to ejaculate. All you have to do is be able to last long enough, control your body long enough for both of you to be able to have a pleasurable experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. I didn't know if you wanted to add to that. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. (laughs) Deal with your sexual insecurities. So whether or not you have erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, maybe you've got sexual shame because you were abused when you were younger or you had really bad sexual early experiences where maybe you didn't do that good and somebody shamed you for it or laughed at you or religious background. I mean, the list... uh, We do multiple shows on all of those things. Mm -hmm. If you know you have that stuff, it's going to get in the way of you and your confidence, Mm -hmm. right? You've got to deal with it. You've got to work with somebody that can help you through that. Sometimes that's a therapist, sometimes, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's actually somebody that can work more with releasing those stored memories through your physical body. One thing that we certainly have noticed, and I'll let you, Celine, talk more about this, is that we have a lot of clients who come to us and say they've been working on this in therapy for years, and yet they've gotten nowhere with it. And not to discount traditional therapy, because there's, there's good things about that, too. But then they come and they work hands-on, and they're like, wow, that worked in like a couple of sessions. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is that 
oftentimes in traditional setting of therapy is you're rehearsing a story. And remember what we were telling you about changing your inner dialogue and monologue. Um, when you go in therapy, you're constantly talking about what's not working, where the issues, the sticky points and all of this. And it's not really reinforcing that uh, self-esteem boosting it. And so usually when we work with couple, we don't care about the stories. As a matter of fact, we want to spend as little time as possible into the stories and get straight to the heart of the matter and going into the body and let things unfold from doing a particular breathing movement or or massaging a certain body area or doing different different practices that will unlock the body's intelligence and the energy so that pleasure can move through you and help heal much faster yeah it works Mm -hmm, it it works you know if 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 i ever had any doubt about that seeing the progress that clients make it's just like there's no disputing it mm-hmm. i don't care what the research says when you mm-hmm. observe it firsthand you're like it it works it mm-hmm. just works okay let's move on <clears throat> next is pay attention to what your woman wants we talked about this before too but here's the thing as guys we like to have the manual i like to have the manual <laughs> One of the one of the hardest things is, especially with a new lover, is not knowing what she likes or what she wants. And it's like fumbling around in the dark. You know, like, oh, let me try this. Uh, she didn't really make any noise. She didn't move. Uh, let me try this. Ooh, she made us. Was that a pleasure squinty face or a pain squinty face? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me try this over here. Well, that's not working, right? So we don't like to be shooting in the dark, per se, we like to kind of know. And sometimes your woman will tell you and sometimes she won't. So if you want to know if you're on the right track and feel like what you're doing is working, you have to really pay attention. Mm -hmm. So pay attention to the faces she makes. Pay attention to the things that she says. Pay attention to the way her body moves. Pay attention to whether or not her cheeks are getting flush. Maybe her vagina is swelling. Like, pay attention to all that stuff. It will guide you. It will guide you. It will show you whether or not you're going in the right direction. And if you are going in the right direction, then keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going in that direction. And the more you do that, the more confident you will be that what you're doing is working. Mm -hmm. Um, So that kind of leads us to the next one, which is about presence, about just being present. And being present is the hardest thing that people can do. Um, Most people are always stuck in fantasies or in their head, thinking about the next move or the the time when it failed, you know. It's like so difficult to be present and it's an art that we need to practice over and over. The quickest way to be present is to go back to your body and to your breath. You know, I think... I think maybe we ought to do a whole show on on presence. Maybe that's next week's topic. We will see. There are so many ways that people check out, like Mm. literally just check out. Mm -hmm. Like from the guy's perspective, it could be simply like, you're going down on a woman and you're, you're thinking too much about what, you know, you're doing like A, B, C with you. And you're totally thinking about that. And which means you're not paying attention to how she's receiving you. It could be also for a guy that, you're worried the whole time about trying to be able to hold your ejaculation, right? So then you start doing all the typical techniques that people teach you, which is like thinking about baseball or, you know, Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. 
I still like making that joke. <laughs> you know, or whatever it is, right? You know, mm-hmm. and, and you're not paying attention. And for women, it can be all kinds of different things, too, the ways oh, that they yeah, check out. yeah, the to-do list or things, your homeworks of the children. What are you going to make for your next meal? Did you do the laundry? I mean... Uh, am I even going to come today? When is this going to be over? I mean, you name it. Yeah, I think this is going to be a whole new show. So I think we should leave it at that right. because it's it's a rabbit hole. <laughs> it, it is. And the, the point simply being is that you need to learn how to be totally present in the situation. We actually have a whole uh, video on this in one of our modules mm-hmm. in our sexual mastery course because it really is that important. So this leaves us to um, a couple of really important points here, which is about not being afraid to fail. So you want to try new things and also to use laughter because laughter just will, you, you're not going to take yourself seriously. And if you don't take yourself <laughs> so seriously, just anything can go. And you're not so attached to like being so serious and making this happen. Like actually you can be like playfully confident with a lot of laughter, right? There's a life lesson for you. Don't take things too seriously. No, especially in the bedroom. <laughs> this human experience is painful enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it too seriously. Trust us. Mm-hmm. It will make your time here on earth that much more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> And ultimately, be open to changing your mind and going with the flow kind of as a remember what it means to be confident is not that you've got it, you've achieved that status of confidence and enlightenment. It's just that you know you have enough tools that you can course correct whenever needed and you just go with the flow, which is the feminine. (laughs) All right. Time for another martial arts uh, analogy. (laughs) When you're starting out in martial arts, and it doesn't really matter what kind you're doing, they're, they're always teaching you basic forms, right? So in traditional Japanese, they would call it kata, right? There's a kata, kata, kata. And there's a kata for this situation and a kata for that situation and every other one that, that they can think of. And, and when you're in the beginning stages, meaning like the first multiple years <laughs> that you're, you're learning this, <clears throat> if you have to use this, you're in a real altercation and you're going to use your martial arts, you're like... Oh, I, uh, which kata should I use? I hope that whatever happens, like I know which one to do and I hope it fits and I hope it works and all of that kind of stuff. But here's basically what that means is you're not super confident because you're overthinking it in your head. And you're like nervous about what's about to happen and what are you going to be able to perform? And you're, you're lacking confidence in that, in that space. When you've achieved those higher levels, when you're like a couple of levels deep into the black belt realm and you let go of all of that, You are totally open to whatever happens. And it doesn't matter where it goes. It doesn't matter what attack they use or what technique they use. You're just like, I can flow with it. I can go with it. Mm -hmm. I can adjust. I can handle that. And that's where true confidence comes in. So in the bedroom, same thing, right? Mm -hmm. If... If you've got your way of controlling your ejaculation and it has to be this certain thing, we have to do this, we have to do 10 minutes of oral sex first, right? And then we have to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then, then that gets us perfectly to that place where I can do like my seven minutes of penetration. She's satisfied. I made it, right? And then what happens when that routine changes? Something happens. She's like, no, I'm not in the mood for that. Let's do something else. And you're like, ah, ah, what do I do now, right? That's, that's not having confidence. So you want to get to the place where it doesn't matter what happens, doesn't matter what crazy suggestion comes up. Let's do this wacky position. And you're like, but that one always makes me, you know, like it doesn't matter. 
All right. So now that you are armed with all these tips, you got to practice. Remember, confidence comes from within. Uh, fake it a little bit until you make it, but do the inner work because that's really what it takes. And then one thing at a time, set up your challenge. What's your next step in your sexual confidence? Whatever it is for you. And then go for it and do it and make it happen. All right, everybody. That's all the time we have for this episode. And we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing.